Welcome to the Golden Hills Podcast Daily, where you can spend a few minutes each day with us to meditate on God's Word. Now, here's today's encouraging message. Hello, I'm Pam Parsons, and I serve at Golden Hills as a staff admin and also on the Women's Bible Study teaching team. In today's Golden Hills Podcast Daily, we'll be in the Old Testament books of Second Chronicles and Ecclesiastes. There are lots of great stories and verses peppered throughout the Bible that teach us about God's sovereignty. Let's take a look at a couple of them to help us get a grasp on this God's unique control over everything. 2 Chronicles 20, verse 6. O Lord, God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nations. In your hand are power and might so that none is able to withstand you. And Ecclesiastes seven thirteen to 14a. Consider the work of God. Who can make straight what he has made crooked? In the day of prosperity, be joyful. And in the day of adversity, consider. God has made one as well as the other. So God has made both prosperity and adversity. And he's in control of everything all the time. <clears throat> it's good to ask ourselves, do I really believe this? Now, the Lord allows difficulties in all of our lives, and I'm sure you've had your share. In my own life, God has shown his sovereignty to me by allowing four events that I'd say qualify as Category 5 hurricane-level events. Category 3 and 4 are hard enough, but I'm talking devastating, despair-inducing, permanently life-altering events. They were arduous and grievous. When I was mired in the midst of each of those events, crying buckets and pleading with God, it was hard to see anything good ever coming from them. In fact, it was hard to picture life ever being tolerable again, let alone pleasant. My perspective was limited with my focus on the problems. They were very rough times. Now that I'm older, I have the benefit of reviewing those Category 5 events from a much higher vantage point than before. This new perspective is much more comprehensive and based far more on truth than on circumstances or emotion. While in the thick of those trials, I would cry out to the Lord and make my request to, to Him to change the course and end that pain, please. It's like sitting in the front room, staring at the front door, waiting for him to come through and fix the mess. But in fact, in all four cases for me, God instead came through the back door, almost unnoticed. He rarely fulfilled my requests, but instead worked his will powerfully and graciously by giving me not what I had asked for, but what he knew was far better. In every case, it was a deepening of my knowledge of him, <clears throat> a better understanding of his sovereignty, and a greater ability to relinquish my fears and submit my will to his. It also gave me a much greater ability to simply trust him, because he had shown himself to be trustworthy, even in those hardest times. I didn't get what I wanted, but I got what I needed, which was more of God. Best of all, over time, God has granted me a great appreciation for those Category 5 events. I'm not saying I enjoyed them. They were gut-wrenching, terrible experiences. 
But now, looking back, the Lord has revealed some of his purposes in them, and I know that they were handpicked for me to draw me into a deeper personal knowledge of him. There's nothing better in the universe. I feel truly loved by God because of those trials. The main lesson he taught me was about his perfect sovereignty. He is in perfect control of all things. If you believe that, it changes the way you live. It changes the way you see your life and eternity. It takes the power out of circumstances and disarms your fears. If God is sovereign and also good, and he is, then if we belong to him, he will never let us down. We gain an eternal perspective that is not hindered by any current crisis, and we know he is trustworthy. Remember our verse, God has made both the day of prosperity and the day of adversity. Author and pastor Arthur Pink said this, God is unrivaled in majesty, unlimited in power, unaffected by anything. He truly rules the universe, and he causes all things to work together for good, as Paul says in Romans 8. God's definition of good is sometimes different than ours, but his is the right definition. So when the next Category 5 comes, possibly very soon, possibly right now, let's take what he has taught us about himself and simply trust him. He often grants his greatest gifts through our darkest trials. So what is there to fear? God's sovereignty means he has complete control. We just cooperate and wait on him. Let's be sure we don't take back that control ourselves, nor allow anyone else to have it. The Heavenly Father is the only one we can trust with it. So just wait on him. Great passage from Isaiah about waiting on the Lord. Let's close with this. Isaiah 40, starting with 28. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not grow faint or grow weary. He is, his understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So let's wait on the Lord. Let's trust him with all our trials. He is sovereign and good. We hope today's episode was a blessing to you. Please make sure to subscribe to the Golden Hills Podcast in your favorite podcast app, like Spotify, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts. And of course, you can always find us on the web at www.goldenhills.org. We hope you'll visit with us again tomorrow.